what's good, everybody? It's been a bad week for the rest, but it's been a good week for the boys over at Man to Man. You're tuning in, baby. We're the best NBA show out there. You can find us on all streaming platforms as well as on the Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. Andy, you got to tighten up one time for me, right? Hey, Liam. Hoops are tightened up one time. Beating the Browns today or no? What we got? Minus four spread? Yes, we are definitely uh, going to put a smack down. Big, big game for us, you know. Throw a band on it, Hoop. Golly, if you missed our episode last week with the highly talented musical artist and songwriter Mitchell Tenpenny, be sure to check that out. Wherever you stream your podcasts or episodes, you can find us anywhere at Man to Man Podcast. You want to watch us shoot the shit with Mitch? You can go over to our YouTube page and check it out, man. Hey, shout out to 200 subs on the YouTube page, man. We appreciate the love. This week we're interacting with you guys and going to have some fun with it. All right, listen, we got some other exciting news in the works for the boys. We recently launched our website last week. So if you're rocking with us, be sure to check that out at Man to Man Podcasts. I don't know. We got S on the end. Hoop.com to check it out. Check out all the latest gear we got. We got, you know, our online store going. The boys are riding blogs. I don't know how we do it, Hoop, but we're riding blogs, all right? That's and true. hey, it isn't the holidays without some giving back, right? Hoop and I have chosen the organization. Organization. One simple wish to make someone's holiday dream come true. We're excited to help out Ayulani. This is a five-year-old little girl who lives in San Jose, California. Ayulani loves to read and learn. Loves dressing up in her clothes and picking her outfits out for the day. She has been asking to go shopping, but due to COVID money, the COVID money has been tight. Listen, say less. We got you, Ayulani. That being said, we already took care of her, but we want to help out even more. So every item sold in our online store, 20% of proceeds will go toward our budget for giving back to the homeless here in our hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. It's getting cold here, man, and uh, we feel like it's an obligation to help out those without a roof over their head, right, Hoop? Exactly. I'm glad that we got a chance to, you know, pick an organization and then more and more insightfully, you know, help Elani. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm happy yeah. to do it for sure. Hope you're coming to town. Listen, man. That being said, all right, all right, it's getting cold out, but we coming in hot at MTM, baby. We got some hot topics off. Rip hoop. We're gonna go in the wall Westbrook trade. You ready? I'm ready for it, man. Let's. We've been talking about it all week, man. No, we've been. I we, went. I went live on the IG, <laughs> and you were asking me what the hell I was doing. I know? was gonna say we went live, and you were talking about it, and you were watching some John Wall, you know, tribute from uh, DC. And but yeah, yeah. Long story short, Westbrook uh, is heading to the Washington Wizards, and John Wall is uh, moving to the Houston Rockets in a significant swap of point guards. Uh, one, obviously, an MVP. The other, a number one overall draft pick just weeks before the season starts here in a couple weeks. Uh, the Wizards shipped a future lottery protected first round. Give them the first round, at least for Westbrook. Golly. Uh, so they sent him, a, you know, another first round. I think that's uh, protected in 2023, I believe. Hoop, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I first saw this deal, I was like, is this a 2K trade? Is this a fantasy football trade? I got to ask just why this trade just worked out as smoothly as it did. Well, I mean, it worked basically just because the NBA rules, both of these players are getting paid about the same amount. Um, they're both getting about $80 million for the next two seasons. And then each you know player has his player option. It, the numbers just work out perfectly for these two to just swap places, basically. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess the biggest question, though, 
coming from this is who really you know won this trade. Do we see that James Harden yeah. is affected by this? Another superstar on the the Rockets. And what about Bradley Beal over in D.C., man? Yeah, yeah. The two of their franchise players, those, those both franchises are trying to keep their franchise superstar players, kind of get rid of the other guys that are right below them, right? So I think, uh, you know, why, while John Wall has played his entire professional uh, career in, you know, the nation's capital, um, you know, Westbrook only had a, you know, a year, I guess a year. Was it a year at Houston, right? And so it's kind of like, you know, he, he goes to Oklahoma City, then goes to the Rockets. Now he's on to another team. He's still kind of just more fresh more fresher than John Wall. So that leads me to the cons of John Wall a little bit here. He's injury prone. Uh, like I said, he hasn't played or he's played his whole career there, but he hasn't played in two seasons, right? He had surgery on his left knee uh, in that 2017, 2018 season. Then he had an operation on his left heel. And then while he was recovering from that, he tore his left Achilles tendon. Uh, but the pros I will say of John Wall is that, you know, he's a, he's a pass first now on a team loaded with strong perimeter players who could thrive alongside wall, you know, in the pick and roll situation or a pick and pop, whatever, you know, he's also averaged about 10 assists per uh, 10 assists during his career, his whole career per Westbrook's like eight. It's almost eight. So I think he's just more of a pass first kind of guy. What do you, what do you think about this? I mean, I like to trade. Obviously it's the Rockets needed to switch something up. And then for the Washington wizards, you get Westbrook and and make yourself relevant again. We were talking yeah. a little bit about how these two teams, the Rockets are there. They've been, you know, on the cuffs and just haven't gotten over that hill. But for John Wall in the in the Wizards at the time, they were irrelevant, not making playoffs and barely touching the, the surface for the, you know, in terms of conversation in the East. So I'd like it, I guess. Uh, we'll have to see how Westbrook actually plays alongside Beal. But I think it's a lot better system for him. We'll get to see him kind of get back to his, you know, Oklahoma City days is what I'm thinking. So do you think, I think a lot of people had this question with us or to us. Um, do you think Westbrook works in D.C. better than any of the other teams he's played for? Maybe not OKC, but, you know, for the Houston Rockets. Uh, no, I think for sure. I think the him being in Oklahoma City with the Thunder where is going to be his best days. Um but I don't like sell that short to say that Westbrook isn't going to be good in D.C. We'll just see kind of a slower-paced offense, which that's what D.C. runs. You know, they're kind of slowed yeah. down. But I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I do like John Wall, though, coming off the injury, kind of playing behind James Harden in, in that aspect. But Love it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. uh Kind of what kind of the uh, test the Wizards can give uh, other teams yeah. in the East this year. But speaking of those tests now, Andy, uh, I got to do it to them. I got to do it to them. The NBA, they are going to uh, report. I guess it's reportedly. I don't know if this is, you know, we'll see. But they're not going to test for the uh, old marijuana nope. uh, for this next season. What are, what are your real thoughts Um on this, there, are there any real players that come to mind? Nah, not no. at all. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Golly, Hoop JR, where you at, brother? All aboard the motherfucking lit choo-choo train, you know, leading the trails by none other than your boy JR, Mr. Hennyman Smith. Uh, I will say first class uh, has already, you know, been reserved for our guys, Dion Waiters, John Wall. We know you're staying litty over there. And uh, Brandon Ingram, 
uh, you ain't hiding nothing, my brother. We know about you, my soldier. You, you know, you can't fight back those uh, <laughs> those heavy eyes there, my guy. Um, now, I, 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 they did this, you know, they didn't test in the bubble. I don't know if they did it prior to the bubble, but I know for a fact they didn't test for marijuana in the bubble because, I mean, golly, it's quarantine, man. I think everybody's been smoking pot and drinking alcohol. You know, it's like the one businesses that the one business that's been open all year, just alcohol. Everyone's being an alcoholic for 2020, but no one's going to remember it. Then we'll just move on to next year. But <laughs> as long as you don't show up high to the game, I mean, we were talking about it. You're in the West. You know, a lot of teams are in that West and it's legalized in a lot of the places where they reside at. So. Uh, you just can't go to strip clubs, James Harden. And, uh, you know, little Baby, that was cool, but they, they saw you, my guy. You know, James Harden probably get lit over there, right? So, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Just don't show up to the game. I did that once, got crossed, fell down to the floor. My coach kicked me off the team. <laughs> Listen, man, I love it, man. You can't fight back the baggy eyes, but, hey, it's, you know, we love fighting. So what about Nate Robinson, Jake Paul? You know, you got to love seeing someone get knocked out, but – Golly, way to represent the NBA, Mr. Nate Robinson. Can we take a little peek at that hoop? Yeah, of course. Let's uh, let's play this clip here. He's singing the hymns. He's trying Good to get night, the Kyrie. Oh, oh, Mamma mia, the problem child proving to be. I mean, Nate Robinson, I feel bad for my guy. I mean, he's embarrassed. What You can't come back from this, right? Are you coming back from this? No, no, no. You cannot come back from that. Uh, Jake Paul, I love that. You know, Jake Paul has always been that YouTube celebrity, and then he got into the boxing. I will say, he's pretty fucking good at boxing, though. I mean, he, right. he worked KSI. Him and Logan Paul had that pay-per-view, I think it was two years ago, against KSI, another YouTube celebrity, and his little brother. Jake Paul went, you know, fought that dude, and then he fought KSI, who lost to Logan Paul. And he was like, you know, I got my, my older brother's back. Now he's 2-0. and Um... Nate Robinson, man, I don't know who your trainer was, my guy, but golly, I've boxed, I've amateurly boxed before in a couple, in front of a couple thousand people, and I wasn't that bad, man. I'm not like swinging just with the 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 one right here and then just leaving my other my whole face open right here for the one two. I mean, Dude, what you thinking, bro? I, I give props to Jake Paul. I mean, he said that yeah. he's been training for the last two years, not drinking in the gym twice a day, you know, yeah. doing this sparring, and you can see it. I mean. Props to him for, you know, being an athlete and, you know, trying to own his craft. But at the same time, Nate Robinson, you got to come out with a little bit more. You, 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 the NBA community, man, you're, you're doing yeah. that for us. And one of the biggest things is, is he has a son, I believe, that texted him and said, we don't need, we don't need uh, any more uh, of you protecting us, Dad. We got us. See, you were telling me about this, and I was trying <laughs> to look it up. I don't know if there's any sources really behind that, backing that up. <laughs> I'm sure, but if you look hard enough, I'm sure it went down something like that. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Shout out to Nate Robinson, though. I will say, you know, uh, it, it takes balls to get into a ring like that, especially in front of millions and millions of people. The the ratings were extremely high, and so I, I'll give him a shout-out for that. I'm not going into the ring against Jake Paul getting rocked like that. I'd get knocked out first round. Um, but, you know, shout-out to him. We'll see, you know, if Jake Paul wants to call out McGregor. Um, but, yeah, that was cool. We'll see, we'll see what happens there. We're going to lead into another last hot topic here is the Christmas week games. Let's get into it, Hoop. We got uh, – Less than three weeks away, we got our uh, first glimpse at the schedule with the uh, with the slate of games from opening night on December 22nd, actually, um, you know, to these Christmas Day games. Let's just take a look at it, you know, dig into this Golden State at Brooklyn Nets on this opening night on December 22nd. 
This is, you know, the, the debut of Kevin Durant, K, KD, and Steve Nash, and golly, the whole team, I guess. Deon, or DeAntoni, Sotomayor, what the hell is going to happen here? And then Warriors haven't played a game since March 11th when that night the season was suspended. Klay Thompson's obviously out again. Curry only played five games last season. They finished at, a, you know, an ultimate worst, 15-50. and 50. Uh, but they did select James Wiseman. So what's going to happen here, Hoop? You got any speculation on this? Yeah, I mean, it's good to see that KD will come back and play the Warriors after, you know, last season off um, playing against uh, now his former team in the, yeah. the Warriors. So that would be fun. I'm not sold on, you know, KD and Kyrie yet. We'll have to see what they actually, you know, produce as a duo. Um, but, yeah, I like it. And then on the other hand, the Warriors, like you said, Clay Thompson going down is a tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that will mean exactly. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Obviously, I think they'll make it. But you're not. I think Curry's. I think Curry's coming in hot. Yeah. I think he's like. I don't care about all the outside noise. Still got Draymond. Right. You know, defensive player of the year, and still got you know we got Wiseman, yeah. uh, and then they added Kelly Oubre. Obviously, I think they're good. I think, I think they're Curry, good fucking hot this year yeah I throwing up 50 bombs well we'll have to see i obviously curry's gonna be out there and he's not gonna lo- try to lose games cool another one we got is uh clippers lakers clippers at lakers obviously this is a big rivalry rivalry uh lakers obviously just you know 72 days off facing their so-called rivals here uh new faces for the lakers right we got schroeder marcus saul west matthews reigning sixth man of the year montrez harrell welcome to the team my guy welcome to the good side you know it adds another flavor to the rivalry uh between the two obviously no rondo no danny green get the hell out dan golly dan dan get out sorry that was weird uh dwight howard javel mcgee and then clippers added sergi baka just you know they won with Surge, uh, one with Kawhi in Toronto. So what's going to happen here? I still got Lakers uh, repeating here, but I will say the Clippers will look a little bit better than they did last. Yeah, I mean for the Clippers, I think it's all about you know Paul George and how he you know plays against his you know his game. Uh, Doc Rivers not being there, he came out and said that Doc was kind of using him as just a pure shooter, and that's not his game. He needs touches all over the floor, pick and roll in the post. So we'll see probably that change a little bit, but. For the Lakers, when you got LeBron James, it doesn't matter who else, you know, else is filling those other roles out there. LeBron and AD, they're going to make it happen one way or another. So AD, big signing, five year, great to see LeBron two year. Man, we'll see what happens there. I still got Lakers repeating on that one, but let's go into Christmas Eve, December twenty third. For those who don't know, God, leave me. I'm going to raise my hand right now. Uh, Bucks at uh, Boston. That'll be a good game to watch. Uh, Bucks obviously added Drew Holiday. Relevant. Okay, listen. <laughs> then after that, no, we're not even going to talk about that game. Uh, Mavs at Suns. Mavs Doncic is literally entering the league with high hopes of winning another MVP or winning an MVP as a sophomore. Uh, last year, you know, he averaged 28.8 points, six in the NBA, almost 10 rebounds, 17th in the league, and he's almost putting up 10 assists. I was third in the league last year. Obviously, Doncic became the first player to earn an all-NBA first-team honors, and it's, you know, in either his first or second season since Timmy D back in 1998. Chris Stops is uh, still on the bench looking real cute. He's recovering from an injury. And uh, Dallas, you know, they obviously added Josh Richardson from the Sixers. Suns, 8-0 in the bubble last year, uh, looking to continue that success with D-Book, Aiden, and what's his name? Uh, I guess Chris Paul, yeah, for sure. So, uh, <laughs> what you think? We did the Mavs, Suns, you know, Christmas Eve? I mean, I like this. Uh, I think this will be a first good test for these new-look Phoenix team. 
Uh, yeah. Adding CP3, I think, definitely makes them a playoff team this year. Like we saw at the beginning, at the ending of last year, the Suns can play basketball. Yeah, it's just can. how they're going to put it together for you know eighty two games is really yeah. the question. So I like I I like to yeah. see what this is what this is all about. What's it, what it's all about? I will say, man, if D book don't know what he's doing during the holidays, but as long as he's not hitting the, you know a pterodactyl eight eight dude train, he'll be good for the season. <laughs> you know. Um, what about Christmas Day games? Who's kissing under the mistletoe? Yeah, so we got the the Pelicans and the Heat uh, first. I think that would be another good game. You know, the young teams yeah, and totally. the young young squad that the Pelicans put together this offseason. You know, yeah. some some moves, and then obviously the the Heat. You know, coming off of the finals, what you got about that? You like that matchup or no? Yeah, no, I love the Heat, man. They're on a roll. I think everybody was like, you know, they didn't really deserve. You know, the even making it to the finals last year, they will. I think Doug Robinson is uh, not, he's not going to have a sophomore slump. Tyler Hero, bam, you know, just signed that 195 five year. They're on a roll, man. So I got heat all day. Um, but I will say, I did, I did say actually on our Instagram post that the Pelicans were going to upset the heat. Okay. And so I did, I did say that just because, you know, I like Zion, I like Blonzo Ball, big fan of Ball, Ingram, Josh Hart doing a thing over there. I think they're a little bit more. Um, just with it this year, I think the Heat obviously and the and the Lakers having that seven only seventy two days you know game or days off. Uh, Pelicans obviously have a lot more energy and, and preparation. So if there's one upset during the the Christmas Day games, I do have that one. But you know, I think the Heat take it over. All right. Next up, we got the Warriors versus the Bucks. Obviously, they're putting uh, the Warriors back in the the spotlight. Back in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like this one too. Uh, again, we kind of touched on the Warriors and the Bucks. But I think this is just a a game that people will like to watch, you know, big name players on both teams. So Yeah, yeah, both teams, you know, have something to prove after, you know, disappointing finishes last year. And uh obviously Golden State missed the postseason, a lot more preparation, obviously. Um, you know, and, and then obviously the Bucks, you know, endured a, a disappointing second round exit. So I think the Bucks have something to prove. I think they'll take this one. Yeah. Next one is the Nets and the Celtics. I think this is the it could be probably the the preview for the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these teams have really good shots of making it, so we'll get to see that firsthand on Christmas. I'm calling Day. Celtics on this one just because KD is facing the Warriors two days before, and now he's like, "Fuck!" And Kyrie's like, "I got you, bro. Don't be scared." Then two <laughs> days later on Christmas, like Kyrie at the Celtics, KD's like, "I don't know if I got you, man. Like I tried with the burner account, but I don't know if I got you." I got Celtics on this one. I think the Celtics are the more experienced team. KD coming off that injury, not playing for a while. Kyrie just looking weird. I think he's kind of a toxic player, but, you know, got to have respect for guys. Uh, I think Celtics take this one. Yeah. And then the next one, we kind of touched on both of these teams too. Mavericks-Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the night, the beginning of the night games. Um, yeah. I, I, again, this is another team where our two teams that I think could preview the, the Western Conference final on the other side of, right. you know, the, the Western Conference Finals, so we'll see how that one goes. I think the Lakers will easily take care of the Mavericks here. But if you remember last year, Luka Doncic plays really well against the Lakers. You know, he 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 puts up numbers regardless, but he plays really yeah. well against the Lakers, um, that team in general. So we'll we'll have to see what that looks like. 
Yeah, got to watch out for Luca and the boys over there. Luca is like the the one kid in in uh, in high school, like the international kid that everybody loves. I think everybody's just kind of going for LeBron, the big bully. Everybody wants to beat him. He's on the A team. Luca's on B team. I think uh, I think Lakers will easily take this one. Yeah. And then the the nightcap last game of Christmas. Mm. Man, how about it? This is the best one. Yeah, Clippers Nuggets. We'll see those two teams. We we see the Nuggets for the first time on prime time. For the season um, after last year, Jamal Murray coming back, you know, down 3-1 in two series. So we'll see how that one turns out as well. How about the former Clipper, uh, Jermichael Green? You know, he's going to be on that Nuggets side after signing signing in Denver in free agency. Uh, Kind of a Montrez Harrell sort of thing going to the, you know, the team that beat him. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't think Jermichael Green is the make or break player that uh, will determine who wins this game or not. Uh, I think, I, I know. I just think that it's just funny. I don't know. Fuck me, dude. I don't know. I think guys like that are just like uh, the Clippers where they have they have guys that are just like going to the other team are going to fucking rock you. Oh, that's too funny. What about one thing I did want to mention? You called my ass out real quick, dog. I'm like reading notes over here on ESPN. I'm like, what about Jermichael Green going to the other team? I'm like, why the fuck did I just say that? I do want to ask you one thing before we get into our, uh, you know, questions from our fans or friends or family, whatever you want to fucking call it these days. Um, What about LeBron James coming out and said he he hadn't touched the basketball for more than two times uh, over his break? Is is that a is that a good thing for Lakers or a bad thing or what? LeBron's just got to chill, man. He's getting his balls touched all day, so he's not touching any basketballs. You know, kind of just having a good time with his wife and family and just relaxing a little bit. You think he'll come out rusty then? We'll see a rusty LeBron James. I don't think LeBron will be rusty. You can't get rusty after only <laughs> two two months, you know. That's fair. I think he might be a little out of shape, but Bron, you know, Bron's like in the best shape of his life every right. single offseason. You know, he's always gotten put in extra work than anybody else, even the younger guys. Right, right. All right. Oh. Well, let's start with our next segment with our questions. Let's go. Okay. We got our first question of the day. Coming from Sam, and let's just let's just start playing them off, and we'll uh, we'll just you know take them one by one and answer these questions. Yeah, let's get kinky with it. All right, first one up is Sam's question. What's up, Twas and the boys? Uh, I'm just kind of wondering who y'all thinks up next. Tyler Hero's hot. Um, of course, Zion's in the mix. John Morant's got some steam. I want to hear who y'all thinks up next. Shout out to Man to Man. We love the content. Keep it rolling. Okay, so Sam was talking about he wants to know rookie up next guy. Who do you got for yeah. an up, up and coming player? I guess it's rookie. Maybe just who's next as a big name player you could do, but maybe let's say rookies. Who you got coming up as a rookie? Obviously, you know, the cop out could be a Tyler Hero or somebody else. But for me, it's Kobe White. Kobe White for Chicago Bulls. Kobe had an amazing uh, first year last year. You know, he played 65 games, pretty much all the games, about uh, 26 minutes. Averaging 13 points, shot about 40% from the field, and then 30 a, a solid 35% from three-pointer. Um, and then, yeah, he had a career high. What, last year, 33 points? A um, couple of rebounds here. And I think Kobe White, you know, they utilize him very well. Uh, and, you know, he lost the hair a little bit, so I think he's a little speedster now. So I got Kobe <laughs> White on that one. Kobe White is my go-to player, the next top player for next year. Yeah. I think I've, uh, we just talked about the Nuggets, but I think my player that I want to watch the most, and I think that – could possibly, you know, make and turn heads this year. I, I, I got to say, though, John Morant, obviously, Zion Williamson, obviously, are probably the top two coming up. 
right. but we're not going to take the easy answer there. We want to give you a little more insight. But I'm going to go with Michael Porter Jr. Um, for the Nuggets. I, I liked what he did in the playoffs, and he's just a well-built player in terms of kind of KD-ish, like with long length and in play defense and can shoot the hell out of the ball as well. So that's Love my it. pick um, for next season, I guess. Who's who's up next? Keep your eye out for that. Yeah, great, great question, Sam. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, next question is Kyle. All right, fellas. I got a question. Of all the rookie studs that we had last year, which one do you think will have the biggest sophomore slump? Let me know. Shout out to the man, the man, Lee Real. Peace. Kyle's who so we talked about the, some rookie upcoming rookies. What about these slumps? The slumps that, that Kyle's talking about, who you got as maybe this year as a slump? Um Yeah, yeah. Sophomore slump we hear about all the time. I think a lot of people think Duncan Robinson might have a, a sophomore slump, but golly, can we talk about a guy named Kevin Porter Jr. who's just out here going fucking brazy with it right now? He's like uh getting a bunch of DUIs and then like assaulting women at the same time. Just not cool, dude. He was really good last year. Kind of wanted the Pacers to pick him up. But uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is my guy who I just want to call out because he just he just weirded me out. And uh, I, I, you know, I don't I think he'll be out of the league after this year. <laughs> OK, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go kind of the opposite of the uh, all the noise that we'll, we're hearing about Tyler Hero. I think the expectations from Tyler Hero will be a lot this year where we're expecting him to do. You know, the things that we saw in the bubble, you know, go off, win games, be the sole reason why he wins games. And yeah. to be a young guy, I don't think I don't think he's going to, you know, live up to those expectations. I think his numbers are going to drop a little bit just because the Heat aren't going to do as well um, in the East because we got, we got multiple teams in the East now that are, are loaded. So I like, sure. I like that one. I mean, for me, I like that. We'll see a little dip in Tyler Hero. Um, you just – Want to kiss him? Want to kiss him? Is that what you said? Yeah, Tyler Hero is going to have a banger season next year, <laughs> for sure. No doubt about it. He's looking scarier. All right. Don't next question we that. got up. Let's hear. Let's take a listen to Daniel's question here. Yeah. What's good? Shout out to the Man to Man podcast. Big ups to the kid, my boy Andy. So yeah, I got a hoops question for y'all. Drop your top five under twenty five. If the draft was today. Well, the top five look like under 25. For me, Luca or Tatum got to go number one. John Moran's up there. The boy Zion putting in work. But yeah, let me get your top five under 25. All right, who you got? Top five under 25. That's kind of yeah. Weird. I'll let you. I'll let you take this one first. Okay. Um. So for me, I'm gonna go. I love Ben Simmons. Uh, I'm a big. 76ers fan in general just because Ben Simmons is on that team. I think mm-hmm. he is definitely my top choice. Um, we hear Daniel said Luka has to be up there. I agree. I'm going to take Luka second um, in that in that pick. And then big, big you know upside right now and what we saw in the bubble as well, mm. Devin Booker has to be a guy up there. Great choice. Um, he's just going to have, you know, keep breaking out every year. And then Tatum, um, for me, kind of a bigger guy. Uh, his like play style is a little slower, um, but he can you know light it up. So I got to put him up there. Like Daniel said, Tatum just has to be up there. And then my yep. kind of sleeper pick, I guess you would say, is 
is Donovan Mitchell. We uh, people just kind of shake off him a little bit, but he he's a young guy. He's been doing a you know leading these teams here and there um, to you know kind of deep playoff runs. So I gotta have him. So for me, it's Ben Simmons, Luca, Devin Book. Jason Tatum and my sleeper, I guess you would call him, uh, is Donovan Mitchell. What about yourself? I like that. Top five under 25. Golly, man. If I could put 25 under 25, that'd be so much easier, right? But number one's got to be Luka, number six in the league in scoring, and number four in assist. Second guy I think a lot of people forget about, he's 24. Carl Anthony Towns is my number two. Um, Towns, you know. Big guy over there, 23 points. What he, I mean, already an all-star, you got to put him in there. I mean, you got to, you know, you think about Zion and Ja and Tatum, but they're not all-stars. Call Anthony Towns number two for me. Um, Donovan Mitchell, 23 years old. Yeah, Lee, do I need to say any more? Donovan Mitchell, a first-time all-star last year. Um, you know, he's consistent, man. Just signed that big-ass deal, and, you know, he, he's going to be a stud for years to come. Definitely a, a future superstar in the league. Uh, number four, I like it. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, 23. Um, Simmons, you know, his biggest flaw, obviously, as a player is shooting. Doesn't like to shoot three-pointers. Um, fuck it. You don't need to shoot three-pointers. Pass the ball. Be a facilitator. Ben Simmons, I think, you know, he's got a lot of praise for his name. Next LeBron James, possibly. He's got potential. Who knows? Number five, Trey Young. Trey Young, 21, man. All-star. Fucking ice Trey over there, bro. Um, what he's Last season, 30 points, man. Um, you know, nine assists. And he does what he, you know, he does what he does in and or uh, night in and night out. So that's my top five. Maybe a sleeper, six or seven, definitely Tatum, um, D Booker, Adebayo. Okay, I mean we both uh, didn't put Ja or Zion on there. Wait, are they too young yet? Not, not they haven't pro- proven enough. Too to young, us? yeah, too young. I, I don't like them up there at top five when you have all these other guys right now in the league who are, who are you know a lot better. I got you. I got you for sure. I like that. I like your. I like your picks for sure. Let's uh, let's go into the next uh, (laughs) next question here from Shayna. Let's see what Shayna has to say. Cool. I want to know what experiences have humbled you the most and kept you out of trouble because you were a fucking rascal growing up. Um. So uh, I'm guessing I I I don't want to be the one, but uh, I'm gonna let you take this one because it sounds like this one's uh, directed towards you because. Me, myself, God, I was not a fucking rascal growing up. What do you mean? Yeah, you, <laughs> had a lot of humbling experiences, man. I've got a couple here just right off rip. Probably most recent one, my ex is with somebody that's better than me. You know, it fucking sucks, <laughs> but it is what it is. You live and you learn from it. Uh, another big a big one that I have is, you know, losing friends that I I thought I, that I would have for a lifetime. You know, when you put in the effort, um, but the other person may not put in as, as you know much effort as you. But, you know, it hurts. But the good news is that. You can always learn from old friendships and you can always get better at being a good friend. You know, I think for me personally, that is the single most important thing you will ever learn in life. Um, you know, that's why I always try to just be nice to people, man. I'm a, I'm a very charismatic, loving person. doesn't matter if I know you or not. You know, I'm very comfortable with people. I think people um, reciprocate that, you know, that energy off me as well. And, you know, just ask people how they're doing. Um, maybe, you know, I, you know, I've, I've got to give a lot of credit to my mom. My mom is someone we've, you know, we've grown up from pretty much nothing. You know, Liam and I are both single uh, or both only childs growing up from single mothers, you know, bouncing, you know, myself bouncing around from duplex to duplex. You know, my mom's and I staying at her friends. We've kind of just been broke, cash strapped and, you know, living on a prayer at times. 
Uh, but now growing up and seeing where we're at, you know, a lot of people ask me just how, how my mom is doing. I know that's for you too, Hoop, but when you, when you kind of um, see that, see how people recognize the kind of, you know, ladder that you grow, you know, and she's got a business for over 20 years now and she still works every single day you know, of her life and she's very humble and she's very kind to people. And then people are just like, how is your mom doing? It's pretty cool to see. Um, you know, my mom went through breast cancer. I had to take her to the hospital every single day when that happened. So it just puts your life in a new perspective when you kind of have those things going on growing up. And, uh, you know, it's just, that's, that's where I come from, man. I'm just a humble, charismatic dude. I think a lot of people kind of oversee, um, you know, that, that part of aspect, their aspect, that aspect in their life. You know, a lot of people that we know grow up from money or rich families or anything like that and kind of just don't take a pause and say, damn, I got it good. So we don't even have it that great, but you know what it is. It's, you know, you live life and you enjoy it in the moment. And yeah, that's a great question. I've just had a, you know, I've had a lot of experiences in my life where Hoop and I, I know I can test for him as well as just being like, you know what, life is good. Even with us doing the podcast, we've been doing it for a while. But if you put in that grind, if you put in that energy, that same energy comes back to you. So once you get that energy, once you get that accomplishment, appreciate it, notice it, but uh, continue to grind and continue to appreciate life. I think, that's, question. I think that was a very good question. I, I, I just want to second most of everything you say. Um, just going through experiences, just, you know, learning to fail or not do maybe what is expected in that aspect, yeah. but just keep going through it. Like you said, keep grinding like we're doing on the podcast, like, we, yeah. you know, doing school. You might not get the best grade or the grade that you wanted or something like that, but just keep working at it and eventually yeah. everything will come. Let's Dang. see what let's see what crazy Shane got to say to us. Yo, yo, shout out man to man podcast. Uh, agree or disagree. I'm hearing a lot of talk about uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you, Stephen A. Um, they ain't going to do it. Kyrie is, uh, he's just not the guy. You can't play with Kyrie. Kyrie is a toxic guy. He's not a winner. Um, if KD and Harden could have got it done, that had got it done already in OKC, they're not going to get it done. Um, what you think, agree or disagree? So, I mean, Shane kind of calling Stephen A. out, Kyrie out. I mean, is Brooklyn gonna win some championships or what? What do you? What do you? I don't think first year. I agree with him. I think Kyrie is a little toxic, but uh, Kyrie's also won a championship. It was a grind for Kyrie to make it there. So I think you know, KD helping a little bit, kind of making you know, kind of better at LeBron, making more of a shot for himself. Uh, don't think they win a championship this year think lakers repeat but um i don't know man nets are definitely a toss-up for me not quite sure not not quite sold on them yet yeah i agree a hundred percent i don't think the nets uh is value is, is is as much as you're getting back from them they're very highly valued just because they got kd um and for at least this next you know year i don't see them making that huge jump um especially with kd coming back from his injury and then kyrie who knows what's going to go on with him night in and night out. You mean he could be fucking cursing out the ref and be suspended for eight games or, you know, talking shit to his teammate and Steve Nash coming in there, and, you know, hey, we don't do that around here. I'm from, you know, I'm from Canada. Like, hey, mate. Hey, mate. All day. Hey, I think Steve Nash will come with that aggression. You think I think so? he'll switch up his persona a little bit this year. I think he'll act like more of a Steve Kerr. Okay. Kind of getting their guys' backs, but. Um, still not quite sold on them. That's all I say. And so I got I got to see what they do this year. All right. Next one, we got a hot take. 
Dino, what you got Dino. for us? All right, what's up, y'all? It's Dino. I have a hot take. I think that shooting percentage is the worst statistic in the NBA. And I have a couple reasons to back up my point. I really think that it's kind of ridiculous that Shaq has a career field goal percentage of 58% when he, could, when he couldn't shoot a free throw to save his life. All of his points came, from, came in the restricted area and they were all layups or dunks. They should change the, the statistic to layups made, layups attempted, dunks made, dunks attempted. The only thing that should count towards a field goal percentage is a jump shot that's outside of the painted area. Mid-range, three-pointers, top of the key, all, all of it. That should be the only thing that counts as a field goal, a jump shot. What do you think about that one? I agree to a certain extent. Uh, I think field goal percentage is pretty much about efficiency. I mean, all those stats he said are stats that maybe should get more recognition, but um, but there's all sorts of, you know, metrics. And, you know, Wilt had a high, you know, field goal percentage because that man got buckets, you know, all the hook shots, I think. But the dunks and layups kind of make it iffy, you know, but when you're hook shot and are you doing floaters in the paint, that's why you got to count it as a field goal. Right. I mean, I agree with most of what he's saying, talking about, you know, Maybe not the paint because, you know, you could have like an elbow jumper be in the paint. Um, yeah. But I say maybe, you know, you could split the, the paint from a top half to bottom half um, kind of towards the free throw lines. Just too hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, I agree. I mean, NBA is not going to change rules like that. But yeah. it does it does show you like he was talking about Shaq, you know. Yeah. Shaq couldn't shoot the shit. I mean, he couldn't fucking put it in the fucking ocean. Um, no. So I like that, but at the end of the day, they're probably not going to change it. I like you thinking out there, though, Dino. Good thinking, thinking outside the box, man. Appreciate yeah, it. I like that. Thanks for that one. Um, next one, we got Trey. Trey. Trey's got a question for us. Yo, shout out to Man to Man. I got two questions for you. Do you think the Lakers will repeat this season? And do you think LeBron James will win MVP this season? Quick to the point. Lakers. We're yeah. big Lakers fans. Uh, we like LeBron. What do you think? Is uh LeBron yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, look what I got behind me, man. I got Lakers repeating. I got him three-peating. Uh, LeBron will not win an MVP just because they will never give, give an MVP to LeBron. But if we're talking finals MVP, I think so. I think so. It's a toss-up. It could be a toss-up between AD and LeBron, but I think LeBron's got to take it, man. I think they give it to LeBron uh, if they, you know, if they win the finals. Yeah. I mean, you can't overlook the Lakers, especially after last season, we saw them take care of business. So I think yeah. the the Lakers definitely will make it back. For me, I'm I'm kind of unsure. I, I hate you know, kind of giving my my pick of who I think is going to win. I I can't give it to the Lakers. I can't give it to anybody really. But I do see the Lakers making it back to the finals. And then LeBron, the NBA just doesn't give the respect that is due to LeBron, in my my opinion. You know, so. He probably won't win the NBA uh, like the regular season MVP, but like like Not you one said, chance. yeah. But like you said, I think getting to the finals, he'll definitely make it. You know, and get the the finals MVP for sure. So I like it. I mean, good questions. I like it. I like it. Appreciate it, sure. Yeah. Next up, we got Cam. Cam. Let's see what Cam is about to say. Cam. What's up, y'all? If you could go back and watch one NBA game in person, courtside, what game would you want to go watch? Okay, so what what game you want to go watch? You got one game, get to go and sit courtside, talk a little shit. What game you watching? Is this a game that I've been to, or just we can just pick any game? I'm 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 gonna say any game you can go and rewatch. Maybe 
you you went to it or you you didn't go to it. I say just any game you could go. Okay, I got two, and I'm gonna say one game, like a game that I haven't been to, and a game that I have been to. The game that I haven't been to would probably be the flu game, Michael Jordan. Okay, you know, putting up those crazy numbers. Um, and then the game that I have been to, and I'd like to go back and sit courtside. Liam was the uh, the All Star game. Okay, All Star game this year in in Chicago. Man, what a what a what a crazy game! Uh, down to the last you know number and uh, high intensity and energy in that in that uh, arena. Yeah, getting courtside, maybe talk some talk to a couple of celebs out there. You Just know, fucking chilling with Cardi B and Offset and Quavo and <laughs> every Kardashian. I get to see Kardashians. You know what up front? So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, um, I'm going to go, obviously, I think I have to say the Reggie Miller game, uh, eight, eight points, eight seconds. You know, I got, I got to say that would be an amazing game to go to. And then more on the, you know, kind of just nostalgic side, probably Kobe Bryant's last game where he scored Ooh, 60. Great one, great one. Um, I would love to be at, at that one, you know. So good question, though. I like that one. That was kind of, you know, a little outside the box for us. But, yeah, uh, appreciate it, Cam. All right, next one we got Ricky, 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 Ricky. Rick. See, see where Rick's got to say. Huge shout out to my homies, the Man and Man podcast, my dog AE, Liam. Keep doing your thing. Uh, I got a couple of hot takes, a couple questions I just want to throw out there. Uh, got a lot of help, honestly. I was buying some couple ideas off of my homie Carter, so shout out to Chase Carter too. But this is what we came up with. Uh, first. Dame, Damian Lillard wins the MVP of the year. Two, Lakers, three P. Next, Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks being the top three in the East. Next up, one that we want to like spice it up a little bit. The Hornets will finish higher on the East than the Nets this year. Next, we want to go Suns make the Western Conference Finals. That also led us to believe to keep pushing our minds and saying, wait a second. Clips ain't going to make the playoffs at all. And you want to know, this is not in any type of order, but these are the teams from the Western Conference that will come. Lakers, Mavs, Jazz, Nuggets, Rockets, Suns, Warriors, and Blazers. And I got a lot of love for the Grizz, but the Grizz may be that first team on the outside looking in, followed by the Pelicans. Hey, just let me know what y'all think. These are a couple of ideas from me and my homie Carter. Uh, but also, man to man, keep doing your thing. Keep grinding. Keep making us laugh, but keep also making us think. Got a lot of love for y'all. All right, so that one was kind of packed with a bunch of stuff there. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll just take it in order. I believe the first one was Damian Lillard winning MVP. What you talk about that? You think, think that's realistic there or what? Yes. You think so, yeah? No hesitation? Yes. No hesitation. Him or Luca. Or yeah, him or Luca. Okay. I think I think you got the Giannis in there for me. Uh but yeah, I think this- Fuck Giannis. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I mean he's, he's Giannis is done winning MVPs. Can you <laughs> give it to somebody else, please? I mean, you, you gotta put him in there if he if he's been winning it. You can't you can't say that. I'm just playing. I love I love little Giannis, man. All right. Uh next one he said Lakers. Well, three peat, right? Three P. Yeah, just skipping the two peat, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no three peat for the Lakers. I agree. No three peat for the Lakers. 
I agree. Uh, next one, I believe it was the Hawks. And I'm going to stop you right here. Go check out Man to Man, the website. Go check out our blogs. But I wrote about the uh, the Hawks in my blog that has the team to watch this year. Yeah, He said top three in the East. I'm not going to go as high as to say top three in the East. I put him at five or six. But he, I do like that in saying, you know, the Hawks definitely are going to make the playoffs this year for the first time in five years. So I like that. I like Hawks making it to the playoffs. That's a hot take. Yeah. Not top three. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get through this, some of these uh, Hornets. Uh, higher than the Nets? No. No. I, I, no, just God, no. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Suns to make the Western Conference uh, finals. I like it. I like it. I do. I, I think that could definitely happen. D-Book, we have already, you know, showed love to him. And then yeah. I guess the hottest one of them all, Clippers not making the playoffs? You don't think so? The Clippers are making playoffs. <laughs> I think Ricky's just going to test our nuts here. Yeah, for sure. I think they'll make it. I don't think they'll be in the top three. I think they'll drop to four, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, good questions. I like it. Good question for us. You know, make us think. We got sure. one more or we got a couple left? Uh, I think we got uh, maybe one or two more. Uh, okay. We got some, you know, non-video ones that were sent in, right? Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, last one uh, video sent in was from Ethan. Let's see what Ethan has to say. What up, y'all? Shout out to my boys over there, Man to Man Podcast, Namaste Hoop Star, Mr. Twasington. You know you boys are doing your thing out there. I salute you, young soldiers, and tighten up for the one time, baby. Y'all know what the vibes are. All right, man, my question is, who are your two soon favorites to come out of the East? Are we talking Pacers? Are we talking Celtics? Like, you know your boy. You know how we rocking over here, baby. Are we talking Nets? Are we talking Bucks? Who's going to make it out the East if you had to pick right now? What up, y'all? Shout out to my boys over there, Man to Man Podcast. Namaste. All right, so we got Ethan talking about our two soon pick uh, coming out of the East. Appreciate the shout out Pacers first, E. Yeah. I know that took a lot of balls for you to, you know, say. <laughs> Ethan's a good friend of ours. We always uh always go back and forth to him. He's a big Celtics guy, obviously. And yeah, I like that question a lot. Um, probably for me, Celtics, I give it to E. Yeah. Celtics are just there. They're just experienced, man. But they're like another team who just can't get over the hump. I think they're over the hump, but like there's like two humps, you know, just getting like over the hump of like making it out, out of the second round. Um, and then there's obviously just making it to the finals. So I think Celtics make it to the finals this year. Yeah, I like that. I think the pickup of Tristan Thompson was a piece that they really did need, need to, you know, kind of what you were talking about, get over the hump, as they might say. But, yeah, I like that pick. I also, I mean, I'm not going to count out the Bucks. I think the Bucks also are kind of in that spot of trying to get over the hump and, you know, doing some things uh, that, you know, that they need to do based on the roster and having Giannis. Because if they don't do anything this year, Giannis is for sure not going to be uh, wearing a Bucks uniform this, uh, I guess, next year now. So, no. Um, but yeah, those, I think those are all of our video questions. Let's do a couple. We, we had a bunch of questions come in, but let's do a couple, you know, that were uh, just, I guess, messaged in. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Chad, yeah, Chad, uh, good friend of ours, you know, he talks about how competitive the West is. Uh, he says the thing, he says he, uh, the East has got 
a lot, whole lot better this offseason and could have a few contenders this year. Uh, said, would love to hear y'all's prediction predictions on what the seeding for the playoffs is going to look like for the Eastern Conference one through eights. That's tough for me, man. Um, I think obviously top three would be, you know, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Raptors, Pacers, always in the middle. Uh, Hawks, seventh would, oh, I'm sorry. I completely skipped the Nets. Excuse me. Top three. Nets, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Pacers, Raptors. Um, Got to throw Orlando in there. And um, um, the Miami Heat. I fucking forgot the Heat. I don't know. It just goes somewhere in there. We'll put we'll put Miami Heat. Let me start over. No, fuck it. You go. You go. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So top three, I agree. I think Nets, Bucks, Celtics are up there. I'm going to throw Raptors at four. I'm going to throw the Hawks at five, Pacers at six. Heat, big drop-off. I got them probably at seven. And then you can throw in, you know, whoever the fuck else. Um, Magic. Yeah, Magic. You could throw the Magic. Yeah, the the East is looking a lot scarier this year, so we'll see what happens there. Pacers, we're coming in hot. Uh, Chad asked if the Pacers would even make the playoffs this year. Don't ever fucking ask me that again. Um, okay, so Jed, if you had to pick which one of Derek Rose's <laughs> if you had to pick which one of Derek Rose's knees would you choose to shoot a one legged fadeaway g- game winner off of? Well um well, his left? Wasn't it his right one that he's messed up a couple times? Yeah, the, the right one was the one that he went down the first time on. Okay. And totally com- I mean broke the sh- broke everything in that knee. It, it, yeah. Um, that's just a savage question. Uh, probably his left one. Okay. Hayden said, is Duncan Robinson the real deal or a one-time wonder? I like D-Rob. I think if D-Rob, like this is my thing with D-Rob. I think if he gets a tattoo, then he won't have a sophomore slump. Um, but if he doesn't get a tattoo like anywhere on his body, you know, I I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I've said this a couple times now. I don't think that he, you know, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Got a lot of expectations. I'm not really feeling it, um, but he's I still. I think Tyler Hero takes his place though in the starting lineup. No. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I mean when you a three and D guy like that, you gotta really come in night in and night out. I could see him just continuing kind of doing what he's doing. I don't think we'll see anything bigger or less from him. On cool. That, on that, note. we got time for one more hoop. Yeah, you got one more. Yeah, uh, hey, Leah, our girl over uh, at IU. Um, thoughts on the Ball brothers essentially making it to the NBA? Do you think Jello has a chance of getting through training camp and securing a spot on the roster? Um, this is a great question because you're in love with the Ball brothers for some reason. That's okay. You you passed up on Liam and I. Um, but <laughs> I think Jello is on an Exhibit A contract, which means that he's already secured a G League spot roster with the Pistons. Yeah, he'll be he'll be playing games, maybe not uh, with the the you know the actual Detroit Pistons, but the G League he will be playing no matter what. Um, they yeah he can't he can't they're gonna keep him. They're basically yeah. saying you can't go on another team. No other team can get you. Something about Detroit and the Ball Brothers though, right? Um, Mello worked out there all summer. I think they have a personal trainer out there, and yeah, they have family connections at at some level. I believe is what it was. Thought but, Jello was just out. I thought he just quit trying. 
that's that was kind of a high pickup. Yeah. I mean, obviously, LaMelo Ball, he's going to be a, a big player. Um, I guess my thoughts on that is congratulations to LeVar. You got all three of your sons in the NBA. You said it was going to happen. Yeah. And you did it, I guess. I guess that's the biggest nod from that one, right? I think for me, man, I'd love to see LaMelo not have a, a Twitter character limit on his responses, though, in his <laughs> interviews. Have you seen his interviews? It's He's like, not experienced enough. He, he doesn't know enough yet. He's not. He's trying to act like he is, but he's not. Like, let's let's elaborate a little bit, Lamelo, because <laughs> you know I get Lonzo is kind of the same way, but you have a bigger personality. You're you're the youngest one, so let's let's uh, let's get real with the questions here, man. Give the people some feedback. <laughs> Don't just say yeah, it felt good. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like me a hundred percent. That's some shit I would say. <laughs> just what, not answer the question yeah, very elaborately. But. He's like, you feel me? Felt good. You feel me? And I'm like, I guess. I guess I feel you. I, okay. Like, how was your day? It was good. All right. It was good. You know, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess with that, man, uh, we really appreciate you guys sending in your questions. Hope this was kind of a good way to you know interact with us. Um, we'll definitely do this again. Um, I know there were some questions that we, we got that you know weren't on air. Um, but you know, still send us the questions. We'll probably, I mean, we'll always give you an answer if you really, you got one that, that you want us to answer. Um, sure. that being said, that's through our social media. Um, go check out Instagram at man to man podcast and on Twitter, MTM NBA show. Um, and then I guess the, the last news I'll leave you with again is our website. We're really trying to pr- uh, press our new website. Go give that, uh, you know, a look read some blogs, but more importantly, help Aaliyah, help um, the One Simple Wish Foundation and buy some merch. 20% of those sales are going to One Simple Wish for the month of December. So definitely go and do that. And Yeah, uh, yeah. don't help Aaliyah, but help Ayulani. Ayulani. Aaliyah's good. Aaliyah's good. Alani, Alani. Uh, needs the help. Yes. Um, yeah. That's my fault. A hundred percent. But yeah, hey, we're just waking up here. We're about to tighten up though real quick. <laughs> for sure. But with that guys, we will catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in with us. Namaste to you. Namaste. Hey, namaste. Pace nation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>